Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thoroughbred Racing NT, the best show on sand. This is NT Racing Talk with Sam Highland. All the latest news and views from the NT Racing world, right here on SEN Track. And it is the best show on sand, and that is what we're looking forward to in uh, the coming weeks when we go to Thoroughbred Racing NT. And Andrew O'Toole, the Thoroughbred Racing NT CEO, and the man on the ground that knows absolutely everything about Thoroughbred Racing NT. Andrew, how do we find you this morning? Sam, good morning. Good morning to uh, all the listeners. Um, First class in the first week of... uh... 2023 looking forward to a big year here in territory racing uh obviously we finished off uh, on the 31st uh with uh, a meeting an eight race card in darwin uh, probably uh, those watching would have thought how in god's name can they race in those conditions but uh we'll be able to talk about that sam just how we uh, prepared the track and uh, how we were able to get through in uh, what was some pretty ordinary uh, conditions here on saturday it was, uh, and, and the year gone by, uh, you would have to say, has been a fantastic one. Um, uh, I was lucky enough to, to be there for the Darwin Carnival and uh, my first time and just came away from it and went, wow, just uh, get me back there next year. I mean, uh, what a, well, what a week. And, and obviously, uh, you know, we covered off on, on our shows that, um, you know, you know, the lead up to the Darwin Carnival, we had good horses and then Kieran Ma taking, taking that horse or, you know, the connections of Kieran Ma's taking that horse for Gary Clark up there for the Darwin Cup. I mean, uh, he was the star of the show and yeah, I mean, there was so much to take out of this last year of racing. Yeah, my word, uh, Sam, obviously post-COVID, we we had a couple of uh, years where uh, COVID severely impacted uh, our uh, racing crowds, if not our racing. We uh, we never really lost uh, a meeting in the Territory. Might have lost one in Alice Springs due to travel uh, restrictions for our jockeys. But overall, we were luckier than most uh, around the country that we were able to keep racing during the COVID time. So having uh, the crowds back on uh, Darwin Cup Day and during the Darwin Cup Carnival was fantastic. About seventeen thousand here, I understand. On Cup Day, it was uh, it was just great to to see. And, and the horse, of course, you refer to as Playoffs um, that uh, Kieran Ma set up uh, to to Gary, uh, won the Chief Ministers, and then uh, came out and uh, won the Darwin Cup in uh, in highly emotional scenes. Of course, Sinclair was a, a fantastic winner in the Sprint. Uh, Venting won the Derby, and, and Gary also uh, took out. Um, took out the guineas. That was uh, obviously the highlight of the year, but some, some tremendous racing as well in the red centre. Uh, it was good to get back uh, racing in the country areas we hadn't been able to with COVID, so uh, really good meeting back at Tennant Creek uh, and Catherine. Unfortunately, we didn't race at Adelaide River this year due to the uh, well-publicised uh, problem with the, the feral pigs that um, dug the track up, um, but that meeting was held here in Darwin. But um, yeah, it was a great year, 22, and um, looking forward to an even bigger and brighter one for 23. What can we look forward to uh, in 2023? 
Well, uh, we've recently signed a new uh, funding agreement with the Northern Territory Government, obviously the huge supporters of uh, racing in the Territory, and it was good to get that uh, agreement uh, squared away uh, late last year. Um, that uh, has led us to, or led the TRNT Board to put in place um, new uh, uh, stake money uh, initiatives. They'll come into play on the 1st of April. We're raising our stakes here in the top end by 5%. We also raised them back in September by 5%. So in the last um, short space of time, or in, in a short space of time, there'll be uh, 10% stake money increases in the Territory, taking our overall stake money budget to um, about $12.5 million. I know it... Uh, pales into insignificance alongside some of the bigger states, but it's certainly a step in the right direction for us here. Uh, Sammy, the minimum stake will go to 19500 uh from the 1st of April. Our average stake over the year will be 24000 And um, a lot to, um, to look forward to with uh, those sort of improvements. We've got um, five apprentices now riding in the Territory based here, both in Alice Springs and Darwin. So that's, that's a, a, a massive um, uh, boost for us. We've got... Um, Good support for once again from the NTG in uh, supporting our young riders with um, a registered training organisation, Skill Invest, taking our um, our young riders through their paces and their certificate four and jockey. So that's um, another real big uh, bonus for us going forward. And uh, obviously we've uh, got um, you know good programs upcoming. Our new Trackside magazine will be out in February. That takes in uh, the Alice Springs Cup Carnival and the build-up to that, of course, through the months of um, February, March and April, with the Cup being run on the 30th of April this year. And, uh, of course, um, we uh, then move towards Darwin. All roads lead to the top end. But, um, yeah, really a lot to look forward to in, in territory racing in 2023, Sammy. And it's so important, Andrew. I mean, you touch on, um, you know, that, that the prize money is not as good as down south and, and other places, but... When you take into account that obviously how often you get to race smaller pool of horses and it's very competitive. I mean, to, to for for owners down south to send a horse to 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 Darwin or NT and 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 you know uh, at least uh, well uh, you know horses that are that are not sharp enough for 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 Sydney and Melbourne can go up there and and rack up a, a really good bank uh, pretty quickly. That's right, Sam, and, and, and that's been proven time and again by the, uh, the trite horse sales that uh, are held each uh, year, uh, mainly in Darwin. Alice Springs have also had um, sales at their carnival time, but uh, the last couple of years of, um, of uh, trite horse sales uh, backed by the Magic Millions, which is fantastic. We're lucky to have David Chester and Greg Irvine come every year to um, to uh, do, the, do the selling of those horses. And, um, uh, you know, for instance, last um, Saturday when we raced here, we had... Uh, Two horses from the 21 sale in Noble War and New Roman, both one here in Darwin. And then we had um, uh, uh, Beach Haven out of uh, the uh, sale of this year and Freddie the Eagle won. So we really had four horses that have come through those sales that actually won here at the one meeting on the 31st of December. Um, we've now had 11 wins out of uh, the 22 sale from the uh, 11 horses that went through the sale ring on that day. And they're, they're as you say, uh, producing a really good return for their owners. Not cheap to train a horse uh, anywhere, but um, least of all in Darwin, obviously uh, freight costs and uh, what have you, getting horses to the top end and uh, and feed and uh, and that sort of thing. But of course, um, uh, you know the the, the records uh, speak for themselves, and the, and the runs are on the board, as it were. So looking forward to further uh, wins by those uh, tried horses. Obviously, we're a tried horse market here in the, uh, in the in the territory. There's no breeding industry here. So all our horses have to come from somewhere else. 
um, and they're uh, they're doing them doing us proud. And we encourage, uh, you know, not only obviously owners down south that, or, or you know, in 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 those bigger racing jurisdictions to to send horses up to Darwin, but also people that that are local and and can lease horses. And uh, there's plenty of trainers, obviously, up there in Darwin that that will have horses that are available for lease, and and that can sort of just uh, make it a bit easier, can't it, to get involved in in horse racing up there. Yeah, that's right, uh, Sam. You know, we've got uh, a really good number of owners based all around the country uh, that race horses in in the top end, uh, and, and as well as Alice Springs, of course. Um, the likes of um, uh, the AHIC boys, Aaron Kingshot and Simon Hine from Victoria, great supporters of territory racing. Uh, I remember meeting those guys when they first came to Alice Springs uh, for a carnival, and that would be probably eight years ago now. But they've had a lot of success since with the likes of Pagman. Um, and they uh, they placed their horses well because they won the guineas this year as well here in the top end. So, not um, you know that's that's not to be sneezed at that uh, support that uh, territory racing gets from uh, guys such as that from uh, Victoria, uh, South Australia, of course, and New South Wales, and and right around Australia as well. So, not uh, not only the uh, the locals uh, get involved, but also owners from far and wide. And uh, and obviously we're a finite um, pool of horses here in the top end. We. We um, have more horses at uh, at carnival times in both Alice and Darwin, and the rest of the time we have to maximise the numbers that we do have. Um, but um, you know that that all comes down to programming, comes down to weather a lot uh, a lot of the time. But um, we're pretty pleased with the way we're going. But um, we can always do better. And you've got uh, some young apprentices that have really making their presence felt and only uh, just starting their careers great place to start their career in Darwin and and then go from there and and obviously uh I, I interviewed the uh the girl that was down in South Australia with um uh I think she was with Richard Jollich and and but she yeah, was yeah Jay, well, she Jay was Hansen. with the Jollies that's right and then yeah we I think we had her on uh, the punters made her we had her on one show and uh and yeah she was saying how but you know it was great experience but she was really looking forward to, to getting back to Darwin and then, and then uh, you know, furthering her career. We've had a number of uh, riders have their first rides uh, this season. Jade Hampson uh, was the first of those. She got going in April this year, rode a winner at her first ride in Darwin, um, really kicked a number of goals, Jade. She had a period of time, as you mentioned, down in South Australia, but uh, pleased to say that she's back uh, now in Darwin and uh, looking to um, uh, get back uh, in the winning thread. She had a, didn't have the greatest luck down in uh, South Australia, Jay. She had a couple of uh, minor uh, falls, um, but pleased to say that she's back here in Darwin. Uh, young Dakota Gillette, um, daughter of uh, Terry and Leanne. Terry, of course, uh, leading trainer, and Leanne, both leading trainers in the Red Centre for many years. Uh, their eldest uh, Dakota, or eldest daughter, Dakota, um, she's uh, up and rolling. She's ridden uh, three winners now. Wrote a winner in Darwin on Saturday, as we mentioned, aboard at Noble War. Uh, and um, and she's a tall lass, but she's doing really well to keep her weight under control. Uh, and um, we've got a new uh, young lady in Darwin called Emma Lyons. Emma's only had the one day's um, race run. She's only had two race day rides. And um, she uh, kicked off for the winner at her first ride on Looking For You just a few weeks back. So looking forward to uh, those three. And then we've got... Um, Two other lads based in uh, Alice Springs in uh, Janusz Luxemann, uh, the Mauritian, formerly in uh, Tasmania. He's been uh, in the Red Centre now for about 13 months. Going good, Janusz. Uh, he uh, comes and rides regularly in Darwin as well, rides a lot of track work. He's a real asset uh, to the Red Centre uh, 
participants down there and uh, and also young Lech Maloney who's ridden a couple of winners there in uh, Alice Springs. He's only uh, recently received his licence. So that, those are our five young riders. That's a, a real boost to us. Territory doesn't have um, a big pool of riders, as you know, Sam. So um, we've got to really develop our own. And those uh, five young people are... Uh, we, we see as um, real future flag bearers for territory racing and uh, they'll get um, many opportunities in 2023 to show their wares. We, um, we also have um, uh, the first leg of the uh, National Apprentice Series to be run in Darwin on the 4th of uh, March. Just checking my calendar. The 4th of March, um, Sammy. So that will showcase uh, not only our young riders, but young riders from all around Australia. That's the first leg of um, of the series that's uh, run in every state or just about every state uh, around Australia. So that will um, be a, a real boost to their careers uh, because the wider audience will um, see those young people and uh, see the ability that they have got. That's it. And uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic thing that those young jockeys can, can go and travel from state to state and and compete in that series. I think it's, it's really good when, you know, they, they gain so much from it, going somewhere different, riding different horses, obviously dealing with different trainers and then riding against different jockeys. Um, just just that, that whole day at the races, you take so much from it. You certainly do, Sam. And, and of course, um, back a few years ago, uh, the Territory was involved in those series. But uh, in more recent times, due to our lack of young riders, we've uh, basically had to take a bit of a back seat and, and haven't been a part of it. But now that we've got a number of uh, young riders coming through the ranks, wrapped that we're back uh, involved. We used to always run uh, a leg, it might have been the last leg too, on Alice Springs Cup Day, uh, if my memory serves me correctly. And, um, and a number of our young riders competed really well back in the time. But um, uh, yeah, just haven't had those riders uh, in recent years, but um, really pleased to say that um, we have. And of course, we can't forget our uh, our senior and experienced riders that we have in the territory. Um, a number of our riders, and dare I say, it, we have a, a, an aging riding uh, population. But um, you know, the likes of um, Paul Denton, Jared Todd. Uh, Sonia Wiseman, who uh, I think you'll speak to a little later on the show, uh, Vanessa Rarnett, Wayne Davis, uh, a number of our uh, riders uh, in um, uh, you know in the later stages, I suppose you'd say, of their careers. So we need to um, we need to replace them. We need to replace for their own. Uh, you can't keep flying riders in uh, uh, all the time. Although we are lucky that we do have the likes of Stan Sakos, uh, that is a, a frequent traveller to the territory. He's based in Melbourne, of course. But, um, yeah, we need to develop more riders. That's always been uh, an issue here, uh, well, certainly in the, in the last um, 10 or 15 years in the Territory. So hoping that um, the success of our young riders can uh, bring uh, further interest to Territory racing and um, maybe more riders uh, uh, in the system. Yeah, and the beauty, I think the beauty of having those uh, young apprentices kicking off up there and... Uh, you know, because it's a small pool of, of obviously senior jockeys uh, that are there and, and obviously, you know, some have, have a fall and, and are off for a period of time or then they get suspended and miss a few meetings and that gives the apprentices an opportunity to rack up, you know, five or six or seven rides in a day and uh, and then bang, you, you have a day at the races like that, you bang out a couple of winners on, on horses that maybe might be normally ridden by the older jockey or the, the more seasoned jockey that's been around and it gives it gives those younger apprentices a real chance to, to get the score on the board. Yeah, you're right, uh, Sam, and, uh, and obviously the, the claim is important. 
young Dakota Gillette uh, with her winner here the other day. She claims the four kilograms, and uh, and that was uh, obviously crucial for Little Noble War. She's not the biggest uh, mare going around, but um, Dakota did a good job to get her home, and uh, and obviously some pretty uh, ordinary conditions uh, that we raced in uh, on New Year's Eve. But um, you're right; those um, those kids get a a, a profile. Um, and we've, we're fortunate that um, they've, kicked, they've all kicked off and, um, and kicked goals early on in their career. I think we've had um, those two girls uh, ride their, a winner on their first day, and Emma Lyons and, and Jade Hampson. And, uh, and it was good to see Dakota ride her first winner in Darwin uh, just uh, last Saturday. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to in so far as our young riders are concerned. And um, hopefully those numbers will continue to grow. That's fantastic insight there, Andrew. Let's take a break, and when we come back on the other side, we're going to have a look at the meeting that was on New Year's Eve, and wow, there were some good winners there. Thoroughbred Racing NT, the best show on sand. Back to NT Racing Talk with Sam Highland. All the latest news and views from the NT Racing world, right here on SEN Track. Welcome back, and Andrew, I tell you what, that, uh, that meeting... On New Year's Eve, wow, wait, how did they get through it? So much rain. Uh, yeah, I was at uh, Mum and Dad's place, had a few bets. We actually uh, basically watched the whole meeting. Uh, followed, I, I followed Nathan Grubby Day uh, closely, and it was great to see him bag a few winners. But gee whiz, gee, you had some rain. Yeah, my word. Uh, just uh, on that meeting, uh, it was an absolute credit to uh, to all the participants, uh, the staff. Uh, our stewards uh, in the morning, um, Sam. You would have thought uh, we were a million to one to race. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'd had um, we'd had 400 mils of rain in a week uh, in well. the top end. It um, was blowing um, uh, very strong wind. Uh, there were squally showers coming through, but um, it shows you the track here in Darwin when it is prepared um, for those wet conditions. The track is the least of our worries. It's more the atmospheric conditions uh, and the rain and any lightning and that sort of thing that may. Uh, May hitters, but um, great performance from all to get through. Um, we were a little bit lucky on the day that um, the showers sort of came uh, in between the races, as it were. I think we only ran one race. It might have been race seven of the eight in uh, quite a heavy shower. The rest of the day, um, we sort of um, managed to uh, dodge the showers, as it were. So, yeah, tremendous effort to get through. Um, obviously, the previous meeting on the 17th of um, December uh, was abandoned, and that was um, very unfortunate. We had heavy rain in the morning, and unfortunately, the track... Uh, on that occasion, um, was not prepared uh, for those conditions. So, uh, obviously, uh, we couldn't race on that day. So, here we had a bumper day on New Year's Eve. Zip lane, as you say. I can never catch zip lane, but <laughs> it was one of th three winners on the day for Tayan Holter. Tayan wasn't even on course. She was um, holidaying in WA, but um, did a good job. Stan Sakos, um, he's riding... Um, really well, you know, all the time. He's a very consistent rider, Stan. He rides this track um, particularly well and uh, did a good job winning uh, there from uh, Constant Cause. The Alice Springs visitor, trained by Kerry Petrick, rattled home to run second, and uh, number four, Nakondi, um, was third in the hands of uh, young Brittany Wong, uh, visiting apprentice from South Australia. She had a big uh, book of rides here on New Year's Eve as well. So, yeah, good start to the day, to the day rather, with Zip Lane. Now I felt uh, I felt it a bit in race two. I had the money on Malibu Edition, with uh, Grubby Day making the trip up there for Darwin, and Beachhaven took the prize. Yeah, good, really good win, Beachhaven. That's uh, the horse's second start uh, in the top end. It's won them both. 
Uh, came out of the tried horse sale that we were talking about earlier, uh, Sam. Purchased for uh, 16000 by clients of Tayan Halter Stable. Uh, has had two wins now and stake earnings of over 26000 So they're ahead of the game, and I think Beach Haven's got more wins in store. Good to see Vanessa Arnott um, back in the winner's circle. She'd been um, out with suspension, and then obviously that meeting on the 17th uh, didn't go ahead. So I know Ness was pretty pleased to get back uh, on track and, and winning. And Beach Haven did a good job. Beat Malibu Edition, as you mentioned. Really good to have Nathan Day here on the day. Uh, we had um, Nathan and also um, visiting Canberra-based rider Jack Martin here uh, on uh, on New Year's Eve. So it was great to have those two senior riders on course. And uh, third on uh, in the second, or rather, was number eight, Turnstar. But, uh, yeah, good win, Beach Haven. It's a five-year-old uh, bred by... Uh, Jerry Harvey's by Exceed Excel, owned by a big syndicate of uh, really loyal owners uh, from the Tayan Halter Stable. And as we mentioned, Vanessa Arnott uh, did the riding. Now, Patrick Johnson takes out the uh, third race with ankle Rolex. I've, I've, uh, I, look, I wouldn't mind a Rolex myself. I've never heard of one being worn around the ankle. Uh, but he's uh, he's a great horseman uh, from a great racing family, Patrick Johnson, and... and uh, this horse uh, got the money another at a good price. Yes, first start for Ankle Rolex, uh, and uh, Paddy only ever has a couple in work. Um, but uh, he uh, he was bullish. He was very <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> very bullish about the chances of Ankle Rolex that it had. I think four trials. Its first couple it didn't show much at all. Its last two it really um, started to put it all together and uh, did a really good job in the hands of uh, uh, Alice Springs based rider Philip Kreutz. And uh, Paddy got the money, and uh, he was very pleased. You could hear him hooting and hollering on the day. Uh, three year old by Cable Bay. I see he was um, texting out later on or tweeting out later on. Um, bred it, own it, train it, shot it, instruct it. So, oh, fantastic. <laughs> it, was a, it was a big day. It was a big day for Paddy, and, uh, and the catch cry on course um, get rich with Critch. And uh, that's, what, uh, that's what he did. So um, Anchor Rolex uh, took it out um, from number 10, Layla's Wish. It's dying to win a race for Phil Cole as Layla's Wish. And uh, Sissel Pine, trained by Ella Clark, um, leading trainer Gary Clark's daughter, uh, was third. But uh, no doubt the winner, number four, Anchor Rolex, won't be its last win, I'm sure. Race four went to Poopy. Uh, <laughs> this horse, obviously, I know from uh, Queensland when it was in the Kendrick stable. And... I I actually I was watched the race with uh, Nathan's brother Ben who uh, uh, we're travelling with at the moment and uh, I said to Ben oh it's weak this thing it is weak well it wasn't too weak <laughs> in this race because he did set handlebars down just went flat out on Poupe and it and it just kept running didn't it yeah she's a she's a pretty talented mare is Poupe uh, as you mentioned uh, formerly trained in Queensland came to uh, Darwin earlier this year in the stable of Tom Logan. Won her three, first three starts and looked a real uh, a real star of, uh, of uh, the future. Uh, form tapered off a little bit um, in the middle of the year and then she, uh, Tommy gave her a break, brought her back. She finished uh, a very good second first up. Uh, that was behind the smart expert witness and um, she was very good the other day. Drew um, out in the middle of the field, but uh, as you mentioned, got on a bike pretty early and um, she kept going strongly all the way to the line to take out our feature race on the day over the 1,100 metres. Uh, Betting home number six, Shara Terra, who rocketed home along the inside fence for Phil Cole and third across was number 10, Kudgery. That was the one that shared the pace uh, with Poopy from the outset. It's another very um, informed mare. But, um, yeah, well done to Tommy. That was the first of a double for him. 
on the day and the first of a double for a grubby day as well. And that's just, you know, uh, harking back to what, what we were talking about earlier, horses coming up from down south and, and obviously Poupe's come from Queensland and that's and that was the opinion I had of her at, in Queensland. But she goes to Darwin, just racks up. You know, she's, she's having a terrific preparation and Tommy does a great job with his horses and, and there, you know, she, she's uh, racking up plenty of coin for the connections, whereas in Queensland she was just not, she was just not up to it, was she? That's right. It's it's you know a lot of horses um, uh, meet uh, their mark in uh, in their racing wherever they whatever jurisdiction they're in. But um, sometimes the trip to uh, the territory can can reinvigorate them. We've seen it uh, time and time again. Uh, Poopy is a very good example. Uh, a horse in Alice Springs is going really good at the moment called Delago Lad. He got there and won his first uh, three or four for Russell Bell. Uh, and another horse out of our tried also in Kikuyu's done the same thing in Alice. Um, took a couple of runs to get going, but then's won its last three. So there's um, there's a race for every horse, as they say, uh, Sammy. And um, yeah, obviously our trainers are pretty adept and uh, pretty um, smart at uh, selecting tried horses. Obviously, tried horses are tried horses. There's uh, you know there's uh, there's always something uh, um, that you've got to bear in mind with them. They mightn't be the soundest, they mightn't be the biggest, um, they mightn't be the most correct, but some of them take to the um, the sand and ore based tracks uh, that we race on in both Darwin and Alice Springs. So great news for the team of Poopy. And um, she's, I think, had the uh, seven starts now in uh, the top end for four wins in a second. So going great guns for Tom Logan. How good, how good. Now, race five, Noble War, and this was one for Dakota Lee Gillette. Yeah, it was, and, and great to see Dakota's uh, um, obviously uh, from a, a very good racing family, and um, she's had uh, uh, a, a fairly uh, you know, subdued start, I suppose you'd say, to her career, for no fault of her own. She um, she had a spell uh, in New South Wales there um, riding, and unfortunately um, had um, an accident there and broke some ribs, so it just took a little while to get going, but um, she's done well to get... Um, uh, a win on the board in Darwin at her first time of asking, her first day of asking. She's ridden two or three in Alice Springs, so I think only good things ahead for young Dakota. Did uh, a good job on Noble War too. Um, was um, on the pace throughout, got uh, a little awkward around the home turn, but um, finished off really, really resolutely to um, to beat number six, Manly Cove. He had his chance, um, raced well. He's racing consistently now for Gary Clark, Stan Sakos aboard, and Virtuous Miss, another from the Tom Logan stable, was um, uh, a fast finishing third. So, no, um, good things ahead for Noble War. Uh, another one from the sale, as I mentioned, of last year. And uh, Tayan Holt doing an excellent job. That was her third winner for the day uh, for Tayan. And I think I, uh, apologies there, I think I pronounced the wrong. It's Gillette, Gillette, is it? The surname. Gillette. 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 Oh, it is Gillette. Well, there you go. Now, Hannah Stroza took out race six. You've tipped this a uh, few times uh, before throughout, or last year anyway, and this horse gets up for Clarky at the good odds. Yeah, he, he's been a bit of a trick, this horse, for uh, Gary and, and the team. I know he's uh, uh, they've had a bit of uh, trouble with him on the track. He's uh, a bit of a free-goer, a bit of a hard-pulling horse. And uh, uh, Paul Denton seems to get on really well with him. He won on him uh, three starts back uh, on the um, 3rd of December. Uh, that was in Maiden Company, then uh, down the track at his next start. But then... Uh, in the 58 uh, there on New Year's Eve, um, good tough effort too. Was on the pace from the outset, looked in trouble halfway down, but fought on solidly to um, to win. Beating home War Games, 
had his chance. I thought War Games, Dick Leach and Seth Eaton, uh, the combo there, and Air Command. That was a better run from him, Chris Nash's um, galloper on that occasion. He's been a little bit um, hit and miss, but I thought his run was pretty good there the other day. Probably the barrier draw just um, beat him. He drew the outside of uh, the field, but to hold on and run third was a good performance. But yeah, well done to the team within Estroza. He's, uh, as I say, he's been a bit of a trick, but a couple of wins on the board for him now. New Roman takes out race seven, and uh, this horse has been racing well. Yes, he's um, he's done a pretty good job, New Roman. He's a six-year-old now by Written Tycoon. Uh, yet another one from the Tide Horse Sale of 2021, uh, and bought by uh, clients of uh, the Kerry Petrick Stable. Kerry, I think, owns 50% of the horse now. But um, it was a winner at Kununurra. Kerry took a little team over to Kununurra following um, the uh, Darwin Cup Carnival just last year. And New Roman did a good job there. Went back to Alice Springs, ran down the track uh, on the 18th of December. Kerry bought the two horses to Darwin for the New Year's Eve meeting. Constant cause ran second. And New Roman, in the hands of Philip Kreitsch, um, took out the seventh. Uh, it was a good, tough win, too, and uh, won easily, actually. Won by nearly three lengths. Beating home number five, Lucky Dog. It's uh, dying to win a race. Had the four starts in Darwin for two seconds and two-fourths for Chris Pollard. And uh, number one, Chief Mondo was third. I thought he had his chance, Chief Mondo. He was uh, well supported. But um, all honours with the winner, New Roman, um, is uh, racking them up. Uh, what's that? That was the horse's sixth win, seven seconds and three-thirds from 31 starts, and uh, took the stake earnings to... Um, uh, close on 115,000. So doing a good job for Connections, number three, New Rome. Fantastic. And then what was fantastic was Freddie the Eagle. You know, I tipped this to my mother, even uh, got her to have a bet on this. And, uh, yeah, we were pretty happy to see Freddie the Eagle get the money in the last. Another for Tommy Logan and Grubby Dart. Yes, it was good, uh, strong, staying performance. He, he tends to get off the bit of away from home, Freddie the Eagle. But that was his uh, third win uh, in Darwin, um, yet again, out of the tribal sale of uh, this year. Uh, he's done a very good job for connections. Uh, he was a cheapie uh, that Tommy snapped up at the at the sales. I think he cost less than 10 grand, but he's uh, he's doing a great job, uh, raced by his mum, Linda, and uh, and a team of uh, uh, of partners. And, um, yeah, he just uh, he, he had me worried about the 500, Sammy. He got off the pit, and um, Nathan had to really get... Uh, Stuck into him, but he just kept finding and uh, galloped all the way to the line to win by a length and a quarter from uh, Hello Jim. He got way out of his ground, Hello Jim, and uh, uh, to get as close as he did was a good performance. He's run second, his last two, uh, knocking on the door for Mark Nine. Paul Denton was in the saddle. And uh, Meadows Young Buck, he's another horse who's um, racing well for the, uh, the full coal stable. He's had a second and two-thirds his last three, and uh, he's another one with his foot right on the till. But, um, yeah, to get through the day, um, Sam, was a, a tremendous performance by all. As I mentioned, uh, credit to um, uh, the trainers and uh, strappers and jockeys and uh, all the staff, because, uh, my word, it, uh, in the morning uh, didn't look that flash. And um, and credit also to uh, to the TRNT stewards. They bought the last three races um, a little earlier because we were a bit worried we were going to run out of light. As it was, it was pretty dull for the last with those um, grey conditions and uh, and uh, rainy conditions. But um, good job by all, and um, and the money was shared around, which was great. Our next meeting uh, up there for Thoroughbred Racing NT, Andrew, is when? The 14th of uh, January, uh, Sam. So Saturday week, we don't uh, no racing in the Territory this coming weekend. So on the 14th, we go around. Of course, that's uh, also Magic Millions Day at the Gold Coast, so it'll be a, a big day of racing. We've got a couple of um, uh, wet season 
uh, qualifiers for the wet season final. That's to be run on our following meeting on the 26th of uh, January, of course, Australia Day. That big final, uh, $40,000 for the 0 to 70 uh, gallopers over 1,200. It's a, a qualifying series that we're um, get coming towards the end of. So two qualifiers on that meeting. Uh, as I um, uh, mentioned earlier, the Alice Springs meeting uh, of the following day uh, has been moved back a week. So that was meant to be on the 15th, Alice Springs. They um, normally have a, a bit of a shutdown at this time, do some remedial work on their track, which they have been doing. Unfortunately, the weather has intervened and has just pushed um, that meeting back a week. So Alice Springs, not on the 15th. It will be on the 21st on a Saturday. Uh, so three Saturdays um, upcoming in a row in uh, the top end, the 14th, the 21st, and then um, back to Alice again on the 28th and interspersed um, with those uh, racing, uh, those race meetings, of course, is the, the big Australia Day meeting here in the top end, which um, uh, is always a good meeting and uh, always well, um, uh, well attended. Good work. Well, great insight as always, Andrew. Uh, thanks very much. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to the coming episodes here of uh, Thoroughbred Racing and NT, uh, the best show on the scene. Uh, that's what we want. Uh, it's, uh, no, looking forward to it, and it's uh, it's going to be a ripper year ahead. Certainly will be, mate, not really looking forward to it, and uh, look forward to talking to you uh, uh, on our show every week, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot of really good guests that we can uh, put you in contact with this year for um, our uh, Thoroughbred Racing NT show, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week, mate. Good on you, Andrew. Thanks. Thoroughbred Racing NT, the best show on sand. Back to NT Racing Talk with Sam Hyland. All the latest news and views from the NT Racing World, right here on SEN Track. It is the best show on sand, and the man that is the best on the sand is a 10-time champion Darwin trainer. That is Gary Clark. Welcome, Gary. To Thoroughbred Racing NT, and, and I'll tell you what, what a year it's been for you, uh, 2022, uh, it was a beauty, wasn't it? Yeah, Sammy, it was a pretty good year, we um, uh, we had a really good carnival, we had a really good year overall, really. There's a bit goes into, bit, bit of planning goes into uh, obviously having such a successful carnival like that and, and uh, you've done it many times before, but it's it always throws up new challenges when you've got to see courses from down south and uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure when uh, Karen, Karen rang you up and said, I, I, I think I've got a horse that'll be all right here, uh, you're pretty happy with that one because he was an, he's been an absolute beauty for you this year. Yeah, yeah, he has. He, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he sort of had a plan uh, for that Darwin Cup um, for a while, and he uh, and then he, he he rang me with that horse, and he said, "Oh, have a look at this horse. See if you think it's good enough." And um, I had a look at like obviously it, the the ability that it had was well and truly good enough. It was just whether the racing pattern suited suited Darwin, but. Uh, um, we gave him a go and it all came off. It was really good. And just, uh, well, it's, you know, I mean, this is this is uh, what every horse trainer lives for, isn't it? To, to win the big ones. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are. And, and to take out the feature races like that, uh, well done. Such such a big thrill. Yeah, thanks, Sammy. I mean, like, it was like a, uh, as you would know, it's, you, uh, you can't do them sort of things by yourself, so... 
it was uh, had a good team behind me to get to where we got. So um, it was uh, well well done by the whole team, really. Now, 2023. Does that will will it have you as 11 time champion tra- Darwin trainer? And what is what is in store for you uh, in the coming year? Um, who knows, Sammy? In the racing game, a week's a long time in the racing game, but um, <laughs> um, I've started buying horses, you know, horses that are probably up the carnival. I'm actually just, I've had a lot of bad luck at the moment. I've lost quite a few horses, nice horses too, but I mean, hopefully I get all that out of the way before before um, carnival time starts. Pump it up again. And, and I was tuned into the races uh, with the last meeting for the year on uh, New Year's Eve. And, and a shout out to everyone involved up there at Darwin to, to get through that meeting. 400 mils of rain for the week, Andrew O'Toole told us. That's a massive effort to be able to race there. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. I, I sort of had me doubts whether they would go, go ahead um, with the meeting because it was absolutely just belting down. Um, before the races and that, and, um, but uh, credit to uh, everybody involved. The, the track held up and the jockeys were prepared to ride in it, so everything went off quite well. And uh, uh, I dare say the bookmakers had a good day because the form book goes out the window when it's raining like that. So a few roughies got up for the day. Yeah, and Henestrosa yeah. was one of those that uh, you know he he can his best is is really good, isn't it? Yeah, he, he's been a bit of a work in progress at all. He's um, he's quite an angry bugger. He's um, he's he's pretty difficult on the track track work, and um, he's always showed that raw talent. But he's just had to change a few things to sort of if he's ever going to go forward. And he's just starting to do that. He's starting to settle down on the track, and and uh, hopefully he's uh, keeps going. Well, Clarky, we look forward to catching up with you uh, throughout the year uh, on Thoroughbred Racing NT. Thanks for joining us this morning and uh, all the best for 2023. No worries, Sammy. Thanks, Jay. There is Gary Clark, a 10-time leading trainer in Darwin. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm sure he'll be in for another big carnival uh, this year in 2023. Thoroughbred Racing NT, the best show on sand. Back to NT Racing Talk with Sam Highland. All the latest news and views from the NT Racing World, right here on SEN Track. The best show on sand, that is what is found on NT Racing Talk. And one of the best jockeys uh, in the top end is Sonia Wiseman, who is the leading female jockey up there in the top end. And she's vying for top honours with Jared Todd. Uh, and... Sonia, it's been a bit of an up and down year, but you, well, you've had a great year, but there's been injuries involved as well. Yeah, look, it, it really has been a great year. Um, but yeah, I um, I'm currently out with a injury at the moment. Um, I hurt my wrist earlier in the year, and I've continued to ride with it, and unfortunately, it just got too bad, and I had to get the cartilage and ligaments repaired. Yeah, well, it's uh, gee, it just shows how tough you are, isn't it? You're still turning up and having a crack, and and you and you need keyhole uh, wrist surgery, but that shouldn't take long to to all come good. No, look, I'm aiming to be back um, the first week in January, uh, like our first meeting. So, 
that's my aim at this point. And at the moment, everything's looking good. A little bit muscle sore, but we're getting there. And 2023 looks to, to, to be a good one for you and, of course, your partner, Tommy Logan, who's sta- well, your stable is in hot form. Yeah, look, um, <laughs> I'm very lucky and very fortunate uh, to obviously be dating Tommy, but also to ride um, our horses. Like, uh, we, He's had a great run lately and hopefully that continues into the new year and we can, you know, kind of fight for a bit of a premiership. Yeah, I think, uh, well, and I spoke to Tommy a few weeks back uh, and, and he said the stable is building all the time, getting bigger and stronger all the time. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, he puts a lot of that, I guess, one percenters in and we work together to get them done and look after the horses and just slowly building and hopefully don't get too big too fast. As You know, that can bring a stable undone very quickly. So we're just taking our time and make sure we got it right. And I'm sure uh, you would have been pleased to, to catch up with uh, the uh, journeyman, crazyman, Nathan Grubby Day, who uh, bagged a couple of winners for you for, for Tommy uh, last weekend. Yeah, look, I absolutely love Grubby and um, I've been mates with him for a very long time. So it was great to have him up here and he stayed with us and I gave him the instructions, the two we won on and my two favourites. So... <laughs> I wasn't letting him run last on him again, so. <laughs> Did you let him get out of the town? Oh, no. We, we made sure we locked the door just to keep him in. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that. So uh, what's what's installed for Sonia Wiseman in 2023? I'm sure uh, your eyes on the prize uh, in the Jockeys Premiership, that is going to be at the top of the tree. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, I'd love to um, take out the premiership. Jared Todd's a hard man to beat, but um, at the moment I'm going well in Alice and Darwin, so that's the main aim. Um, and obviously, I'd just love to see um, Mark Nine and Tommy both go really well throughout the year as well. Like It's always nice riding winners for those little bit smaller trainers. Sonia, it's great to catch up and we will be catching up with you uh, throughout the year in the coming episodes of uh, NT Racing Talk. Uh, The best show on sand. Thanks for joining us this morning. No worries. Thanks for that. There is Sonia Wiseman who is not too far off coming making a return uh to the races and uh yeah as she said as she says it's going to be hard to beat jared todd but uh she's got a good stable behind her and tommy logan her partner is definitely a good trainer and he's uh his horses are, are going to be worth following uh in the year ahead that is for sure okay that is our first episode of nt racing talk done and dusted uh we'll be back next week with some winners uh for that first meeting for the year.